Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here with you. My name is Father Zach Weber. I've been a priest for about four years, so I'm the Oshkosh Newman Center chaplain, and I just started there. Uh, a couple of my students are here, so they're cheering me on because I pay them well. Not really. Um, usually, Bishop Ricken is here. As you can tell, he's not here, so he does uh, send us all his well wishes and his prayers. Um, but I'm just going to uh, go through something I do with my students often, and I d- I've done this the past few Masses here. And a few people said that was one of the most important things I ever heard, and it changed the way I celebrate and worship at Mass. So just a few things about coming to Mass, because we often we hear people say things like, Mass is boring, which is actually extremely offensive to God if we understand what the Mass is and how to enter into the Mass, or even just into worship as, in general. So one thing um, that I always encourage my students in, in uh people who come to Mass with me is just knowing a little bit of our history as Catholic Christians. So what do we believe about Mass? We believe that the Mass is an eternal sacrifice, and we enter into the Last Supper and Golgotha, going to the the crucifixion. So that's where we're entering into. It's an eternal sacrifice. It's a mystery, right? So there's only been one Mass ever ever, ever offered, and we get to enter into that eternal mystery. And one thing that St. Teresa of Calcutta has in all of her chapels around the world with the missionaries of charity is this prayer for the priests. And it says, Priests of God, please celebrate this Mass as if it were your first Mass. Priests of God, please celebrate this Mass as if it were your last Mass. And Priests of God, please celebrate this Mass as if it were your only Mass. So we have to enter in, like, what would that look like if this was my only Mass I ever went to, the Holy Sacrifice, Holy Sacrifice the Mass is the only one I went to. So I just flip that on to you, because you are all baptized priest, prophet, and king. Now I'm an ordained priest, you are a baptized priest, so you're called to offer as well. So I say to you, people of God, please celebrate this Mass as if it were your first Mass, your last Mass, and your only Mass. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Mother Teresa was very keen on remaining in the present moment and knowing that tomorrow is not guaranteed. But then also the question is, who or what are we called to pray for? So at every single Mass, the priest will speak to his people, to the body of Christ. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. The mystics in the church are people who see things that we don't see. They have a mystical vision. And one thing they have recorded over and over and over is how they see us at Mass, the body of Christ at Mass. And one thing they've they've said as of recent is that people, we all have garden angels. Scripture says everyone has an angel, and all of our angels have seen the face of God. But the one thing they say is often when the gifts are brought forward, the bread and the wine are brought forward, that's when your angels start processing up and placing your prayers on the altar. But one thing they often say is that our angels come forward with nothing in their arms. So that means people are not aware of how to offer with the priest at Mass. So I just want to run through a little examination for you to help you enter in to Mass so you can offer this Mass, if it were your first Mass, your last Mass, your only Mass. So I just want to ask you, first of all, how has your week been? Without saying the word, without, without saying the word good, but think about that for a second. How has your week been? 
And who did you encounter this week? Maybe you met some people who had some amazing thing happens. Maybe you met some people who had some tragedies happen. People got diagnosed with cancer or are sick or aren't doing so well. Or maybe you said you would pray for someone, but you haven't done that yet. Place those prayers in the arms of your guardian angel. What graces do you need to be a saint? 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 says the will of God is your sanctification, your sainthood. Are there any sins, or are there any things, any areas of your life where you're not growing in virtue that you need help with? So we're called to place those prayers, those petitions in the arms of our guardian angels. Jesus also says that we're called to pray for and love our enemies. Do you love every single person you encounter? Family to the most poor person. And will you place them in the arms of your guardian angel? We need to recall those things are, or is silence. So how was your week? Who did you encounter? What graces do you need to be a saint? Who do you know who is sick and suffering? Who's struggling, period? And will you offer this Mass as if it were your first Mass, your last Mass, and your only Mass? So every single Mass we should be loading up our, our guardian angels with prayers, but also including ourselves to ask to be transformed in this Mass. Through the power of the Holy Spirit and through the priesthood, this bread and wine, again, this is a mystery, is going to become the body and blood of Jesus, soul and divinity. And what we pray for is that same transformation to happen in our prayers, in us. And this is the beauty of the Mass. This is the grace of the Mass. This is why the Mass is awesome. So let's take a moment of silence to call to mind those intentions to load up our guardian angels so that we can offer this Mass together as a family. We ask for the Holy Spirit to surround this place, our guardian angels to protect us, so that we can indeed offer this Mass as if it were our first Mass, our last Mass, and our only Mass.